Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. Today, I'm interviewing author Jay Phantom, who just released his book called The Path of an Eagle, How to Overcome and Lead After Being Knocked Down. And uh, I'm really intrigued by it. It's been a good read. I'm just fascinated by people who can overcome significant obstacles and who don't quit, you know, because everyone gets dealt challenging situations in their life. But we all know some people tend to get bigger challenges and just really face some crazy obstacles. And Jay is one of those people who has had a good number of challenges. And I get inspired by people who, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of having significant challenges, just continue to get back up, continue to not quit. And so I love hearing from people like that and love trying to figure out what makes them tick. And so Jay is one of those guys, yeah, just a passionate fireball of a guy and just has some crazy, crazy stories of kind of God's redemption and what God has done. Because it's not about what's happened, but it's about, you know, going through that and what God has done in that process. And so his book, The Path of the Eagle, kind of goes into a lot of really what he's been through and how others can kind of overcome. And we're going to get into some of that in this interview as well. But um, anyway, check out the book and hope you enjoy this interview today with Jay. So as I was going through your book... Something struck me. It said you wrote that you have almost died four different times, which is interesting. Like most people your age don't can't say that, you know, because everybody goes through things. Everybody has challenges, but there's some people who um, find themselves with more <laughs> like, you know, for whatever reason, like you are one of those guys who, you know, just going through your book, like you've just been through a lot of things and um and at a relatively young age and and it's and it's interesting like because i i haven't had a near-death experience i mean like like you've had you know and yet like i'm i'm yearning to to understand what i think you understand much better than someone who has hasn't had that of the fragility of life and like what you're saying like the preciousness of just being able to wake up and to have another day. And I, yeah. And I just would expect that if you have that point where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow and you have that happen multiple times in your life, uh, that being on the other side of that. Yeah. I mean, do you see that like, you know, from people around you who haven't experienced anything like that? I mean, what, <laughs> What are the things like when you look at their lives, are you, are, do you want to shake them and just be like, no, don't, don't waste your days. Like these are really, really precious. Or like, I don't know. What do you think about that? It's interesting, isn't it? Like the, the fact that so many people have been given the blessing of life. And if you think about it, the enormity of the fact that you have life, like that just boggles my mind. And what also boggles my mind too is the fact that not a lot of people actually realize just how important it actually is. Like if they, if you think about it, 
the chances of you actually being here, you, your individuality, your uniqueness, the way you were created and you were formed, the, the chances of that in the billions of people in this world, yeah. the fact that you are here right now, that once again, that is amazing. That is incredible. And I think more people today, they don't need to go through a near-death experience like I did. I mean, I say that I was blessed to go through that because now I have a greater understanding and a greater appreciation for my life. But when people listen to my story and other people's stories, hopefully, and Lord willing, they can understand for themselves the value of life. Because for me, I shouldn't be here, but yet I am. I'm still alive and I'm still blessed to be able to live this life the best way that I can. So I encourage people, no matter what stage of life they're at, if they're, everything is going well for them or they are struggling through life at the moment, to say, my life is valuable regardless of what I do. Right now, who I am, that has more worth. Right now, just being able to breathe the intricate details of my my creativity my my ability to move even all these things that a lot of people they don't think too much about on a daily basis we should be more aware and thank god for the fact that we are here and we are alive and we are breathing because that can be gone at any moment and you know something bob like in my life Yes, I have realized that, but also some of my friends, some of the stories that I haven't shared in the book, like, for example, a, a good friend of mine who I saw a week before his passing, and it was this instantaneous moment, the moment I found out that he was here one moment and gone the next, no more conversations. I was dumbfounded i'm like yeah. how can how can a mind process that properly mm-hmm. and a lot of people they go through life they don't think about the value of life and they give up on life and i almost did that or in fact i did do that and god had to intervene for me yeah and so i don't know if this is answering too much of your question yeah. and it, it's just a lot of my thoughts are just coming out here, but I think that we should. doesn't matter if we have been through a near-death experience ourselves or, or not. We should be eternally grateful for the fact that we are here. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So thinking back to one of your most challenging seasons of your life, knowing what you know now, having been through and overcome so many different obstacles and things like thinking back to yourself in the middle in the heat of a super challenging obstacle or season, whatever that is for you. Um, what would you tell yourself then if you could? If I could go back to my younger self in the heat of that moment and, and say something encouraging, it would be, probably probably be it's going to be okay like don't give up keep going keep going like 
it's it's ultimately going to result in in so many wonderful things in your benefit yeah. more for your benefit rather than your detriment i know you may see it as this is an obstacle that you you can't climb or you can't overcome but you will and you'll learn so much more and you'll become an even better person for it and guess yeah. what there's going to be so many more challenges to come your way but you're going to smile all the way through it. You're going to get back up and you're going to continue moving forward because that's ultimately the, the blessing of life. Like we're not guaranteed an easy life. We're guaranteed a life and that life would be even better <laughs> in my opinion, when we go through those, those struggles, because what I've learned in going through those struggles is we were created to, to grow to not stay stagnant, to not stay stuck. Yeah. So I'd say to my younger self, like, it's going to be okay. You'll get there. And guess yeah. what? You're going to be on the path of an eagle one day, man. Yeah. So it's going to be the best yeah, thing ever. As you were saying that, like, I couldn't help but think of uh, Romans eight twenty eight. God causes all things to work together for good. Those are called according to his purpose and love them. And um, yeah, because I heard you saying that in there. Is this idea that it's going to work out and it's going to work out for your benefit, you know, even not your detriment. Yeah. All right. I want you to share about, I found this other little framework that you have kind of buried in this book that I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> Can you share about the cap method? I'd love to hear you break this down, share about that for a minute. So the cap method is interesting because it, I discovered it after I actually went through a stage of depression and anxiety and, and even my whole life is surrounded with addiction and uh, eating disorders and you name it. And I was thinking one day on, on my run, it was like a light bulb moment. It just hit me. And this is where the CAP method was born. So C stands for choice, A stands for acceptance, and P stands for persistence. And I like I love saying that along with persistence comes my my philosophy in life. Be persistent to remain consistent are the things that you want. And for a lot of people, what they have chosen to do is they make the choice to accept their current situation, whether it's bad, or they allow these negative influences into their life. And they persistently uh, choose to stay there. And they choose to persistently allow these negative thoughts into their life, which surround them and make them feel like they are stuck. And so if you look at a cap on a bottle, for example, it's a metaphor, right? And metaphor for life. So if, if you choose to accept all these negative things, you are releasing the cap and allowing these thoughts to, to creep on in and take over your life. Now, thoughts and beliefs are two different things. A thought happens on a regular basis every single day of our life. We have yeah. thousands of them go on. We choose to allow one thought to then become a belief, which then becomes ingrained within us. That then dictates how we feel, how we act, what we do, you name it, in, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And beliefs are incredibly powerful. And, and for a lot of people, they struggle with actual belief itself, uh, believe it or not. Like that's another story for another time. But ultimately, most people, they will choose to believe negative things for whatever reason, especially if they're going through a difficult time. 
So what I what I encourage people to do is reverse engineer their mindset regarding the cap method because what I realized was I can make the choice to accept the current stage that I'm in right now is not acceptable and I can choose to change that at any moment. So I can, instead of allowing these negative things into my life, I can replace them with positive things. And once I've put the cap tightly, I'm persistently working at keeping that cap tight on all the positive things and not allowing anything negative to come into my life. And you allow that how tight that cap ends up being. So if anything negative comes your way during a day and you release the cap on that a little bit, that's your choice. So you've got to uh, be mindful of that. But honestly, this this method that I that I use, I hope helps people understand that it is ultimately their choice to accept this position that they might be in in their life and they can get out and it's available to them and it starts first and foremost with their choice. Hope that helped. Yeah. So, okay. So just to clarify, you use this whenever you're encountering a challenge of any sort, any significant obstacle. So whenever I get triggered. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So whenever I get triggered with any past wounds or traumas that do come up, and haven't been healed, then I will immediately enact the cap method. So it's something so simple that people can use and remember straight away. So yeah. acronyms are a powerful way for people to uh, think of certain things that, or certain tools and mechanisms in their in their brain. It's the way some people are wired, and also visually too. We're visual learners, so imagining this cap of, on a bottle yeah. and, and you're actually releasing it yourself. No one else is doing it for you. So that's the way I, I describe it. You can use it if you're going through depression to get out of depression. It's just one example of, of many, many ways. And I've used it to stop myself from going down into that, that dark spiral. Yeah. And I've also used it when it comes to like some of my addictions, which I talk about in the book. So I was battling and battled um, porn addiction from the age of 12. And it was my choice to accept that porn was was supposedly good for me at the time. Now I realize that it was bad. And every time I'm triggered, I use the cap method, just one of the many things that I use. And I, I tell myself always that I'm not going to allow myself to ever go down that, that path ever again and cause myself more harm. So that's just, hope that helped clarify things a little bit more. Uh, So the acronym again is choice, acceptance, persistence. Persistence. Okay. And so, so just like applying this, if I were in what are some significant challenge or situation like that, it starts by me asking or acknowledging that there's a choice that has to be made here right now. And I can choose to accept Walk me through that. Walk me through like what that process would be like for me. So if you're going through a challenge, and I also know that the challenges is different levels to that, right? And for a lot of people, they I often say that we 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 shouldn't suffer for a long period of time. We we do end up suffering, so I'm not against that one bit. Yeah. When we are in a challenge, we can make the choice to stay stuck there and accept that that's 
all that life has to offer for us and we persistently stay there. So all our actions in a daily basis keep us stuck there, whether or not it's to, to do with negative thoughts or emotions or situations that have gone on in our life. Or the choice can then be, all right, I know I'm going through a challenge. Now, this also comes with someone wise once told me, Jay, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional for an extended period of time. So I encourage people to go through the pain because it is good for you, but not stay there. So, but the choice to stay there is yours and yours alone. And Acceptance is like, once again, you've reached the end of of the five stages of grief, which is the end stage is acceptance, right? You're immediately going to acceptance straight away when you're going through a, a painful moment. And this is what I've realized in my own life many, many times that I've, I've chosen to ex- accept this situation as my normal. And misery loves comfort or, yeah, Right. So a lot of people, they stay stuck there because it's comfortable and they don't want to move outside of that. Yeah. And the persistence side of things is every single day, they are choosing to do certain things that are not good for them. And so they don't grow. They don't move forward. And the only way out of that is to reverse engineer everything, is when you make the choice today to accept that you can move forward, you can change. It might involve a little bit of pain, but that's where the persistence comes in to say, I won't give up until I reach the other side. So does that help a little bit more? Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. All right, a couple more questions real quick before we wrap up. You, you've interv- I know you've talked to a lot of other people who have overcome a lot of significant challenges as well. Like you obviously have... I'm curious what common traits you have identified in people who are better overcomers, better at overcoming significant challenges. Like what are those things? What are those mindsets? What are those beliefs um, that you've kind of identified that help people? I think the, the big one is they know fundamentally who they are. So they know their purpose, they know their worth and they know their identity and having that solid bedrock and that foundation moving through a challenge means that nothing is going to move you away from that because for a lot of people when they do go through a challenge it uproots and, and attacks the identity they feel like it's a personal attack on on who they are um mm-hmm. and and really it's not the case right many of us go through insurmountable challenges and the choice to really move forward and and get through those challenges is oftentimes ours and knowing our worth and our our identity as we go through that is only going to make things a lot easier for us as we go through it it's um for me when i when i've been through depression and anxiety i didn't know my worth. I didn't know my purpose, all those yeah. sort of things, which made it 10 times worse for me. Whereas now when I've gone through a, a dark time and they've been recent, hard and challenging and, and dark times that have come my way, I know who I am. And 
I know that I am a person of good character, of of good faith, and I lean more towards on on Christ now. I lean more towards on those strategies that I have put in place that have worked for me, like the CAP method, like exercise, like uh, eating properly, like all these things. And for people that have been through a lot more than what I have, a lot of them I know listening to them, they they have just this incredible perspective of I see this as a blessing rather than something that is bad for me. Like mm-hmm. they they just have appreciation for it. They they lean into it more because they know that through this experience they're gonna get a lot better as a result. And that's what I appreciate the most because it's inspiring yeah. when you see someone that has been through something worse than you and they're now they're now happy and and they yeah. may still be going through it, but their their level of joy, despite the pain, despite the discomfort, is just something to really behold and admire. Yeah. And that's what I oftentimes lean on as well if I'm going through something. Well, if they can go through it and if they can overcome it, then what's to stop me? Yeah. And I also can relate to some of their stories too. So if we can share more of these stories with people and show them, look, this is what I've been through. Here's how I've been able to overcome. And it's not that hard. A lot of people make it hard because we overthink things so well. Um, And I've been guilty of this too, Bob. So if we can make it simple, if we can look towards other people, whether or not they, they, and see that they know who they are, they, put all these other strategies in place, they're kind to themselves, I think that that would help, honestly. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because I mean, I'm thinking back to, (laughs) I find my natural, my knee-jerk reaction when encountered with a big challenge or obstacle in life normally isn't, oh yeah, this is awesome. This is going to be great for me, you know? (laughs) It takes me a while in it before I, and, and ultimately God will get me there where I'm like starting to see some of the value in it, even before I'm out of it, which is great. But I want to get to that point where earlier in the journey, I can um, count it all joy when you encounter various tests and trials, you know, type of thing. So anyway, all right. Well, this is super, super helpful. Yeah, I'm really glad you took the time to come share about all this. And for anybody listening, check out Jay's book. It's called The Path of an Eagle and How to Overcome and Lead After Being Knocked Down. And it's full of a lot of stories, a lot of your own wisdom learned from from that, like just dealing with challenges and overcoming them. And um, and I'm thankful that you took the time to write the book and share a lot of this. So uh, everybody run out and check out this book, especially if you're dealing with something or know somebody who is... Um, but anyway, Jay, where can people find out more about you? You mentioned the podcast before, which I was on um, whatever, a few months ago, Storybox podcast. Um, but where else can people find you? So they can uh, just check out the podcast, all, all the incredible stories on there, uh, the storyboxpodcast.com. I, it's not about me. It's about others. And sure, I share my story and all that sort of stuff. But if they want to follow me, they can follow me. I'm not hard to find. But yeah, I just say go and check out other people's stories and wisdom and advice that far exceeds my own. And to be honest, Bob, like I, I explain things a lot better 
than I probably did today in the book. <laughs> so they can they can go and 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 read the book and I hope that it helps them in some way, shape, or form. I myself, I'm not there. I never will be. I know there are people out there that know and have been through a lot than what I have. But honestly, uh, I'm I'm just here to to help as many people as I possibly can with my story, the story that God has given me to share. And um, yeah, hopefully it's it's a blessing to people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to write it because I, yeah, it's powerful and you got a lot, a lot of value in it. So thanks for sharing it. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate you, man. All right. Take care, brother. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.